The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. In the lead up to Christmas, our podcast is brought to you by Woolworths. Whether you're looking for the perfect ham, beautiful fresh cherries or your favourite seafood, Woolworths has everything picked for Christmas. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 17th of December. In your squeeze today, Maifo, Jetstar cancels flights in January, revised drinking guidelines and how to stay married for 80 years. This is your squeeze today. The mid-year economic and fiscal outlook was released by the Treasurer yesterday. Claire, we can call it MAIFO for short, much less of a mouthful. Give us the main talking points. What's happened is that consumers aren't spending as much as predicted, and Kate, you and I have talked about that quite a bit in the podcast. Uh, What that means, though, for the government is that GST revenues are down by about $10 billion. So there's some wrangling for the federal government to do with the states there. Predicted wages growth has been downgraded as well. Wages are still growing, not as much as the government had hoped. And then we've got unemployment. Unemployment is still quite low, uh, but the Reserve Bank would like it to be lower than it is. And of course, that impacts on what the government takes in income tax and what it has to pay out for welfare benefits. So when it comes time to balance all those books, what it means is that our surpluses uh, are going to be lower than expected, uh, but they're still in surplus. And that's something that Josh Frydenberg says that we should feel very good about. Keen to tell that news for sure. The opposition, on the other hand, has said the outlook showed the government's not dealing with issues such as stagnant wages, falling productivity and higher underemployment, as you say. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, though, pointed elsewhere, Claire. He said that that momentum in the global economy is weak. Uh, You only have to look Mm. at the US and China trade war, and that really sums that one up. The world is feeling very nervous about the future while that war is ongoing. Uh, Frydenberg also also said that there's devastating effects from the drought and from bushfires. And of course, our agricultural sector isn't firing because of that drought. We've got a shortcut on the US-China trade war and also one on drought. Uh, Search for shortcuts in your podcast app or head to our website if you want to have a listen to those. To bushfires, confirmation up to 20 homes were lost in the Blue Mountains over the weekend. Yeah, back-burning exercise in the Blue Mountains on the weekend got out of hand and has claimed those homes. There's very dangerous conditions in what they're calling that mega blaze, which is northwest of Sydney. It hit emergency levels yesterday in some parts. That's been downgraded overnight. Uh, also dangerous fires in Perth. Mm. Conditions are set to worsen in uh, parts of New South Wales, South Australia and also Victoria with those high temperatures coming. Queensland has already copped it. In Brisbane, the mercury hit 41.2 degrees yesterday. That equals the city's hottest ever December day set in 1981. That is hot. The ovation of the sea's cruise ship that many of the victims of the White Island tragedy had been travelling on docked in Sydney Harbour yesterday, Claire. Disembarking passengers from that ship spoke about how sad that was, Uh, one particularly saying um, that, you know, they were there with the family of four. It could have been us. There was a lot of that sentiment yesterday. Uh, also, Foreign Minister Maurice Payne was in New Zealand yesterday. She met with their Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. There was a minute's silence uh, and lots of discussions now turning to things like compensation and uh, the ongoing recovery effort there. 
plenty of people have been affected by Jetstar flight cancellations already. The airline's planning for more strike action over January, announcing they'll cancel 10% of domestic flights during that period. The airline reckons that that pay dispute with pilots and ground staff might cost them up to $25 million in that period. So it's trying to make sure that it's able to deal with that. And that's why it's cancelling some of those flights. Uh, It's a very busy time of year for passengers moving around the country. So uh, they say that they'll make sure that there's alternatives provided or full refunds, but still very inconvenient. The pilots union has said that it won't take any industrial action from December 20 to January 3. So that's something. And at the moment, 14 standard drinks is the maximum recommended weekly intake for Aussie adults. Draft recommendations by the National Health and Medical Research Council want to lower that to 10, Claire. Yeah, two drinks a day used to be the standard. They're now saying only 10 a week uh, and no more than four drinks on any one drinking occasion yeah, or not in a day. not 10 in one sitting. Not 10 yes. in one sitting. You can't stack them all up for one <laughs> occasion. So uh, also added to that list are pregnant women, breastfeeding mothers and children under 18. They should avoid drinking at all, the NHMRC says. And from drinking to running, a bit of a change of tone here, Elliot Kipchoge cracked two hours for the marathon back in October. People may remember that story. Today, though, it's all about the shoes he was wearing at the time, Claire. Nike has a new issue out. It's been out for a little while. It's called the Zoom Vaporfly. There's a 4% model and there's a Zoom X Vaporfly next percent shoe. So very technical. but <laughs> Very cool name. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What the New York Times has found is that that shoe, can actually help a runner run up to 5% faster. So there's lots of questions there asking about whether that's legal within the rules, particularly of competition running. Uh, But if you're into research efforts or running or any of that sort of stuff, have a look at that New York Times link. They have gone deep into their research. It's it's quite incredible. Yeah, Yeah, there's graphs, there's data, there's yeah, it's um, it's not sort of just an article that sort of suggests maybe this is the case. They've really, really gone deep into it. You're right. Oh, yeah. And if you're racing anytime soon, try and get your hands on a pair of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to help my Cliff Young shuffle a whole lot, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. A message now from our podcast partner, ComBank. They're supporting regional communities this Christmas through their Christmas drought appeal. Every dollar raised through the appeal will directly support the Australian Red Cross and Rural Aid to continue the vital work they're doing in drought-affected communities. If you'd like to make a contribution, you can do so via the ComBank app or any ComBank branch. To find out more, visit combank.com.au forward slash drought. And what an achievement, Claire. 106-year-old John Henderson and 105-year-old Charlotte Henderson have been recognised by the Guinness Book of Records. We don't talk about the Guinness Book of Records enough. <laughs> as the world's oldest living couple. Oldest living couple in the world. They met in college in 1934. Uh, it apparently took Charlotte five years to decide that she wanted to marry John. So <laughs> they married in 1939. So on the 22nd of December, they 
they're heading to their 80th wedding anniversary. An incredible achievement. As I said in the email, you'd get less for murder, but uh, I'm sure they're very happy by the sounds of things. They have given a tip for, for marriage, for a harmonious marriage. Yep. Well, they said they don't argue a whole lot at the best of times. Yeah, I liked that. But they... <laughs> Basically don't argue to start <laughs> yeah, with is exactly. what they said. <laughs> but if you do argue, you should settle those arguments before bedtime. It's a classic piece of advice, but yeah. Indeed. Not arguing at, in the first instance <laughs> is the bit that cracked me up. Uh, the email subject line. Well, it has to go to our couple, uh, the Hendersons. John and Charlotte. Yeah, yep. gone for Brian Ferry. Come on, come on, let's stick together. Oh, nice one. I like that. Got a bit romantic today, Claire. Oh, well, yeah, not quite, but they're sticking together. <laughs> so I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing, but they're happy. And thank you to everyone for sticking for uh, with us for the lo- best part of what, 18, <laughs> 19 months now yeah. on the Squeeze Today podcast. Really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you read the Squeeze Today email, jump into that today, head to the bottom of the email, sign up your friends, your family, your colleagues, anyone you run into over your Christmas break, uh, encourage them to read the Squeeze and you could go in the draw to win one of four $250 gift vouchers. That's just cold hard cash, Claire. Basically, yeah. And look, we really want your people to sign up. So thank you very much if you get onto it. That'd be fantastic. Enjoy your Tuesday. Plenty more to come from us. We'll be dropping our great big squeeze quiz the podcast edition tomorrow stand by for that (laughs) we've had a bit of fun with it but we'll chat to you then the squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast we're your shortcut to being informed sign up at thesquiz.com.au